0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Everybody, welcome in to another edition of the List Podcast, brought to you by ReliaBank and the Man Salon. I am Jeff Turn, and on this show, we debate lists. We give a top 10 and a top 5. The top 10 usually has to do with sports. The top 5 has to do with something fun, something that we like to talk about, and it's pertinent to the guests that we're having. And today... The guest that we're having is someone that I've known for a long, long time. Worked with him for quite a few years at ESPN Radio in Sioux Falls. My good friend, the coach, Les Schroeder, joins us now. Welcome in, coach. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you, Jeff? I'm doing wonderful. Um, you know, over the years, I don't think I've ever met someone that loves the WNBA like you. All right, like I mean, I know you have a passion for high school sports. And, you you know, you coach throughout the area over the years in basketball and volleyball and uh, giving back while you work in the school system. But uh, no one has a passion for the WNBA like the coach Les Schroeder and for his Minnesota Lynx. So today, as we debate, we're going to have the top 10 WNBA players of all time. And I have a good feeling <laughs> that the coach is going to overrate some, some Minnesota <laughs> Lynx players. Uh, Coach, is that fair? Do you think that we're going to have some overrating of some Minnesota Lynx players today?
1: We are, yes, yes. I, I would agree with that statement, totally.
0: So should we have done the top 10 Minnesota Lynx players of all time, would that have been easier?
1: Well, that probably would have been easier, yes. But, you know, I did my best to come up with the top 10. You know, I might have been a little um, biased on the, you know, the first one, to be totally honest with you. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll debate for another day. So.
0: Okay, all right. So we're also going to debate the top five cities in the state of South Dakota. And I'm interested to see how our, our lists match up on that front. But yeah. the floor is yours, Coach. We're going to go 10 through 6. So give me number 10 through 6 of your top WNBA players of all time.
1: All right. Maybe she's a little higher than normal, but I'm going to go with Becky Hammond as number 10. I mean, she don't have any NBA championships, WNBA championships, but she has one as a coach. Um, she was um, third points. Uh, she fourth all time and three pointers made and six in assist. So I'm going to go Becky Hammond 10. Go okay. 10.
0: I will tell you this. Now, I, I had Becky Hammond on my outside looking into the top 10. I think she's probably more properly rated, you know, in the 15 through 25 range, but she's a South Dakota native. We all love her for that. You mentioned what she's done as a coach, winning the championship a year ago, playing with the New York Liberty and. San Antonio, fourth all time in three pointers, made six in assists. Um mm-hmm. uh, I mean she's she's just been you know an all-star throughout her career. And I, I I agree. Becky Hammond's one of the greatest, but I wouldn't put her in the top ten. Who do you have at number nine?
1: I have Lauren Jackson at number nine. Um uh, our Seattle, Seattle Storm, um, two time champ, eighteen point nine points per game and a three time MVP. So Lauren Jackson, uh teammates of Sue Bird, by the way.
0: Yep. Okay, at number eight, who do you got?
1: I have Candace Parker at number eight. One championship with the Sparks. Now playing in her hometown of Chicago Sky. She averages 16 points a game and two-time MVP, um, 2008 and 2010.
0: And I will tell you this. I, this, is, this is where I get to come in off the top rope and and throw the elbow to the coach. No longer does she play. For the Chicago Scott. Oh, that's
1: right. She is now she that's right. She is now with the Becky Hammond and, and the Aces. Las Vegas Aces. Yes, that's that's right. Dad. Your boy
0: knows a little bit about the free agent world that's of the that's WNBA. That's that's right. Right. it's I mean, it's that's the two super teams, the New York Liberty and the Las Vegas Aces. I mean, they kind of just put super teams together with Brianna Stewart that's going that's out that. there as well. But I you know, I, I did know that. My bad. Top rope baby came down on you there. All right, who do you got at number seven?
1: I have um when the WNBA started back in nineteen ninety seven. Cynthia Cooper, four-time WNBA champ with the Houston Comets, 97, 98, 99, 2000. Did you know that she averaged 21 points per game and then she was a four-time Finals MVP?
0: You know what? There is so much disrespect on Cynthia Cooper's name with you putting her at number seven, let me tell you. And I can't wait to come at you on that. That is so – so disrespectful by a WNBA aficionado like you, Coach, to put her at number seven. All right, who you got at number six?
1: Number six, I have Sue Bird, uh, four-time champ. Uh, I saw a stat last night that she uh, is the only WNBA player to win in like three different decades. Wow. Let's see. 2004 was her first one. 2010 was her second one. And then 2018 was her third one. And then 2020, right before she uh, retired. 12 points per game, but she was a career uh, WNBA fifth leader. Um, and so, yes, I mean, and she obviously teamed up with Lauren Jackson. Uh, Brianna Stewart was uh, her teammate. Um, and so I have her at number six.
0: All right, man. Um, I am going to start at 10. I have Brittany Griner at number 10. And I think because of the dominance of Brittany Griner and the presence both offensively and defensively, you know, I mean, she – she could be debated anywhere probably from 10 all the way up to 20, depending on what you think of her career. A lot of people will base their uh, opinion on Brittany Griner based on what they think of her, which I don't think is important. I wouldn't do that on a on a list of who's good at a game. I don't care if I like him or not. But Brittany Griner, to me, has dominated from day one, the jump when she came into the WNBA defensively and has been able to put up double-digit scoring numbers throughout her entire career. She was dominant at Baylor. So I have Brittany Griner at number ten, and I'll tell you this: on the outside looking in, I had Tina Thompson, who played with the uh, the Houston Mercury, the the Houston team when they came up. Uh, yep. Ella De- Ella Deladon, yep. um, Sylvia Fowles, yep. one of the best Minnesota Lynx players of all time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Becky Hammond was on the outside looking in, and uh, Lindsey Whalen is so, the other one. Okay,
1: well, I have so here's, here's my outside looking in. I have I have Brittany Griner number eleven. I had Katie Smith, uh, Minnesota Link, um, Tina Thompson, uh, Simone Augustus is another LSU um, college grad, uh, Sylvia Fowles, and then Lindsey Whalen, and I had Rebecca Lobo, but Rebecca Lobo's numbers were better in college than she was in the NBA. Correct,
0: yeah, more of a face of the initial start of the WNBA, but better college player than that. All right, at number nine, you mentioned the accolades and the longevity and the career. I got Sue Bird at number nine uh this next one i think will eventually be top five all time but the career has yet to come to a conclusion and we saw it just the other day 45 points in three quarters mm-hmm. for brianna stewart i got stewie at number eight on my list right now most people and i, I know i saw a list from espn.com back probably two years ago had mm-hmm. her at like 13 or something i think she has to be top 10 now yeah. and she's just such an offensive force that i have brianna stewart at number eight lauren jackson is never going to make the top five on people's lists because it wasn't always flashy. You're playing up in the Northwest for Seattle, but three league MVPs is, is nothing to sneeze at and a tremendous career. You mentioned championships as well. Uh, That great run they had in Seattle with those championships where she was the best player. I have Lauren Jackson at number seven, Candace Parker. um, She plays the game differently than a lot of people that we see in the WNBA has a flair to her. She's a star, too. Like, you see her in commercials with Steph, and and obviously she's an analyst in the yeah. offseason as well for TNT, both on the college and the NBA front. But uh, I have Candace Parker at number six. All right, let's get to your top five, Coach. Who do you have five through one? All
1: right, yes, and, and this could be any order, but I have Diana Taurasi at number five. What? <laughs> I, I, you have – wait a second. Yep, you I have, have
0: Diana Taurasi all the way down at five? Yes,
1: I have Diana Taurasi at five.
0: What yeah. the hell have you been watching the last 10 years?
1: Um, Some more good players. No, I didn't know. I mean, again, I told you, I mean, any any five of these could be anywhere I want, but I don't know why. I just have Diana Traci at number five. You know, three championships, um, 19.4. Um, you know, yeah, she's uh, she's dominating, but. Uh, um,
0: All right, go to your four. Who do you got a for?
1: All right, number four, I have Tamika Ketching.
0: Dude, you and I are both on the same page there. Of course, I got to host a uh, Legends for Kids event in Sioux Falls a few, a few years ago. Maybe it was last year with Tamika Catchings. Um, and I was just so impressed with the person outside the basketball player. But you think about her career stats, 16.1 points per game, 7.3 rebounds, 3.3 assists, could do it all, championship in 2012, MVP in 2011, finals MVP when they won. Only player in WNBA history rank in, in – in, uh, uh in career top 10 in steals points rebounds and assists first in steals third in points fourth in rebounds eighth in assists five-time defensive player of the year while putting up those offensive numbers seven time all wnba first team consensus for me top five you have her at four i have her at four as well
1: number three okay so here's one of my uh minnesota links that maybe um you know her career was uh she retired early um, when she came out of college, she was the person, and uh, she set those Minnesota links on that uh, four championships in six years. Maya Moore.
0: Yeah, she's top um, five, I think, regardless of where you put her, but she's top five.
1: Yes, I got her at number three, four championships, 18.4 per game, finals MVP, rookie of the year, all that good stuff. Yeah. I have her at number three. I have Lisa Leslie at number two. She has two championships with the Sparks, 17 points a game, and she won her championships in 2001 and 2002 when those Sparks teams were pretty good. And my number one, you might debate this.
0: I mean, I have so. Wait a second. Like, listen, listen, listen. Yep. I'm looking at my list, and there is no one that's in my top 10
1: <laughs>
0: that you have met. I have, I have no idea what the hell's about to come out of your mouth as far as the number one WNBA player of all time. Like, everyone on my list has been marked off. Who's number one?
1: All right. I have Cheryl Snoops of the Houston Comets over oh my. Cooper over the Houston Comets. So uh, Cheryl Snoops was, you know, obviously when the WNBA started, uh, the four time WNBA champ with the Houston Comets back in the day, um, taking on those Liberty teams of Rebecca Lobo and Teresa Weatherspoon and Becky Hammond. Um, but I have Cheryl Snoops at number one.
0: So I, if I had to do my list and I had to put a number 11, she was number 11 on my list. Um, you know, the. The 15 points per game is probably why I would have had her at 11, but her defense was unmatched. Um, and she had the competitive spirit that you want with a champion. You mentioned the four championships, three-time defensive player of the year, two-time scoring champ, steals champ, five-time all-WNBA first team, two-time defensive first team, and you know played with the Comets, then Seattle and Tulsa at the end, but she also stood at number 11 on my list. So that's why I didn't have her there. All right, let's get to the actual top five. I admire, more, I admire more at number five. Like I said, I think it's undebatable that she's a top five player. You mentioned the accolades and the four championships with the Wolves. Tamika Catchings, we already talked about at number four. I put Lisa Leslie at number three, and I think sometimes it's hard for people to remember how good she was and how dominant she was, and she was the face of the WNBA and the face of women's basketball for a long time at the professional yeah. ranks. Cynthia Cooper, I put it number two. But listen, there is no freaking debate right now who the greatest WNBA player of all time is. It's someone that averaged almost 20 points per game, four rebounds, a little over four assists, three-time champion, two-time finals MVP, all-time leading scorer, the Mamba mentality, five-time scoring champ, 10-time, 10-time, all-WNBA first team, the greatest of all time in the WNBA is the one and only Diana Taurasi. Okay, like there is there is no debate about it. She could play in any era. She is the greatest WNBA player of all time, and I am absolutely shocked that you did not have her in your top five, Coach. I did not. I
1: had her sit. I mean, I had her in my top five. I had five. But you had
0: her at five.
1: I had her at five. Yeah. Okay. And- you know, Lisa Leslie was the first person to, uh, our first woman to dunk in the
0: WNBA. Yeah. Candace Parker's done it. We've seen others, Brittany Griner. But, you know, listen, Diana Taurasi is right. the greatest WNBA player. Right. And she's still playing, y'all. So you can still watch her with yeah. the Phoenix Mercury as she is uh, She's hoping to bring home a championship with the return of Brittany Griner and right. all the things they're doing down there in Phoenix. All right. Uh, there's your top 10. I'll give it one more time for mine. Brittany Griner at 10. Sue Bird at nine, Bri- uh, Brianna Stewart at number eight, Lauren Jackson at seven, Candace Parker at six, Maya Moore at five, Tamika Catchings at four, Lisa Leslie at three, Cynthia Cooper at two, and Diana Taurasi, the best of all time. Give me your top 10 one more time, coach.
1: All right, I had Becky Hammond at number 10. I had Lauren Jackson at number nine. I had Candace Parker at number eight. I had Cynthia Cooper at number seven. I had Sue Bird at six. I had a Diana Taurasi at five. Tamika Catchings at four. Maya Moore at three, Lisa Leslie at two, and I had Cheryl
0: Swoops at one. All right. The List Podcast brought to you by our good friends at ReliBank and The Mansalon. Check out the multiple locations where you can get a great haircut at The Man Salon. The coach gets his haircut at The Man Salon. I get my haircut at The Man Salon, themansalon.net. And if you're looking to become an entrepreneur, they have franchise opportunities. You can be a part of that money-making machine that is The Man Salon, all while providing a great haircut for all those folks like us. Check out themansalon.net net all right coach um let's get to the top five cities of south dakota uh where were you born by the way
1: i was born in minnesota Right. you were a
0: minnesota guy right so like you know i i, I was born in north carolina and neither of us were born there but we spent a lot of our life living in south dakota so we're gonna go five through three and then two and one okay i can tell you i do not have t south dakota on my top five
1: <laughs> All right,
0: I don't. I'm just be honest with you. Right. So, who do you got at five? What do you got? Five, four, and three.
1: Well, yeah. I, I mean, again, I have no rhyme or reason for these. I just picked them randomly, to be honest. um I have Harrisburg at number five.
0: Oh, great city.
1: Yeah, great, great city. city. Great, great, right close over here to South Dakota. Expanding,
0: very clean city. Uh, a lot of construction. I mean, if I had to put a top ten, they definitely make it to my top ten. Harrisburg, South Dakota. All right, who's at four?
1: All right. Well, I have the uh, the city of Brookings, South Dakota, um, and the only reason why is just because of the Jacks, probably. Uh, well, that
0: well, that's a great reason. Uh, right? You know, I, I'll tell you, I have Brookings at number four as well. Um, I I think their 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 school system at the you know at the elementary level, at the middle school level, at the high school level is really good. I've talked to a lot of people that are educators up there. I've Got a friend that's a, a principal at one of the elementary schools. Um, I love what they've done. With incorporating the city into South Dakota state, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a very clean city. You know, not not like crime. I mean, college city. Sometimes you get a lot of crime with just stupid stuff. Not up in Brookings, and they you know the Children's Museum there is awesome for the kiddos. We take them up there uh, at least a couple of times a year. So I I love Brookings, South Dakota, man. I got them at, at number four as well. All right, what do you got
1: at number three? I got the great city of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, at number three.
0: What? Wait, what? Sioux Falls is only number three. Only number, number three. Number three. No, number three. All number right, three. right, man. He's got. Sioux. Why? Why soup Falls not top two for you? I, I don't know.
1: I I just there's other there's better opportunities. I suppose. All right, right, all right, all right. Yeah. So all right.
0: So, at number five, I have Deadwood. Okay? okay. And the reason I have Deadwood is it's like a a landmark city. Um, you know, if you go to the Black Hills, everybody knows Rapid City. But Rapid City isn't really like truly Black Hills to me. Uh, you know, you you drive through all the other smaller cities and stuff. But Deadwood has the casinos, and uh, you know people will stay there. And there's it's, it's it's a destination place I think for people that are traveling through South Dakota. I mean Sturgis is a destination city too for the for the motorcycle rally. I wouldn't put Sturgis in my top ten. Uh, Walls another one people drive through and they go to Wall the Wall Drug. I wouldn't put Wall in my top ten, but I would put Deadwood at number five. As I mentioned, um, I got Brookings. I'll tell you this on the outside looking in, Harrisburg. Brandon T I think I think all the communities around Sioux Falls are really nice man um I I think you know Crooks is expanding and getting bigger love the blank football league out there for our kids um but at number four I have Brookings at number three some people might be surprised by this I went with two West River cities in my top five Spearfish Mm -hmm. South Dakota we have gone out there for two different Thanksgivings and stayed out there. Beautiful God's country. Absolutely amazing. Super clean. Like if I, if I had to move West River, that's the city where I would raise my family. It's Spearfish, South Dakota. Some think- good little niche restaurants. Yeah, I think it's beautiful, man. And they got some new communities they're building out there as far as housing is concerned. I, I love, I love L-O-V-E, Spearfish, South Dakota. All right, who's two and one for you? All
1: right, number two, Brandon, South Dakota. Ooh, Brandon,
0: i, I, I do on the outside looking at why number two?
1: Um, just because of the great, they, um, when I, I did live there for about three years and I uh, worked in their school system. The school system is, is amazing. Um, yeah. Um, great facilities. Um, it's kind of like a, a little family knit um, town. Um, they try to keep it as, as close to that as, as with the school as possible. And so that's kind of why I chose Brandon. And they those.
0: got they got they got some ball fields out there for the kids, yeah. some new schools. They they continue to put money into the school system. A lot of development out there keeps getting closer to Sioux Falls. Yep. You're hop, skip, and jump away from Great Bear, so there's some activities there. Yep. Of course, you have Houston Speedway out there, which has become yep. a staple for the racing community. And you know they got a McDonald's, man. So uh, it's cool with me. They got a McDonald's. They got cool. Who's number one then? If you say T, I'm kicking you off the
1: podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, since I just finished my 10th year here, I'm going to say the T-Town uh, of uh, D, South Dakota. Yeah, um, yeah. Just because, I mean, it's – You continue community. to live there. You got to love it. Exactly. It's a great community. Um, you know, the uh, the school is – you know, obviously, the uh, school is awesome that I work with. Um, when we do our uh, um, basketball games, um, the, the great town involvement, um, everything revolves around these sports around here. Um, and so, you know, it's a great place to call home. I, I, and I've loved calling home here for the last 10 years and uh, plan to be here for a long, long time. All
0: right, man. Uh, that's a good list for you. Um, uh, I, I took exception with you having Sioux Falls at three because I got Sioux Falls at number two. Um, yeah. I just think it's the biggest city in South Dakota offers the, offers the most opportunities. All those communities that we just talked about, Brandon, T, um, Crooks, um, you know, Harrisburg have all been able to grow because of Sioux Falls. And I I think it's a testament to the people that work there and whether they're in law enforcement or whatever, they continue to keep that city uh, above par with regards to crime, continued growth, business opportunities, everything else. You know, to, to be able to do radio on ESPN Radio Sioux Falls for all those years, man, to meet so many people from Sioux Falls and the surrounding communities. Sioux Falls, number two on my list. I grew up there, went to high school there. Sioux Falls, number two. And listen, if you're going to be biased, you know I'm going to be biased. Um, I've lived here since I moved back in 2012. There's not a community in this state that I'd rather raise my kids in than Hartford, South Dakota, man. Um, we've seen a lot of growth, too. I mean, it was in the 2000s when I moved here. We're now in the 3000s. You've seen, I mean, I bet you 20% increase in population over the last 10 years. Uh, the community continues to be a safe place. I let my kids go out, walk around, play in the neighborhood. Don't worry about it. Um, got a lot of great people that live here. My wife works in this community. The West Central School District, man. Shout out to the mighty, mighty West Central Trojans. Uh, absolutely wonderful place to live. Great, great places to uh, to raise our kids. Uh, come few and far between, I think, in this country nowadays. And so to have a place like this, um, the park systems are cool. The the uh, the rest you got Pizza Ranch, Dairy Queen out here now. Uh, Subway. My kids go to daycare out here at Stepping Stones. Just an amazing place to raise kids um nice little pool for the kiddos to swim at uh so shout out to all things Hartford man you know how it's going Hartford South Dakota number one Deadwood at number five number four you know it Brookings South Dakota Spearfish at three Sioux Falls at two at Hartford at number one give us your top five one more time coach
1: I got Harrisburg at number five Brookings at number four Sioux Falls at number three Brandon at number two and of course T at number one
0: coach Les Schroeder, that's his list. The WNBA top 10 as well. Make sure you guys find us on iTunes and Spotify. Like and subscribe and listen to the list podcast brought to you by the Man's Salon and ReliBank. ReliBank, multiple locations, including Hartford, T, Humboldt, uh, and in Sioux Falls. So check them all out there as well. Coach, always a pleasure to hang out, man. Thanks so much for doing it on my podcast today, dude. I appreciate it. It
1: was so much fun. I really enjoyed it.
0: The list podcast can brought to you by the man's salon. And live bank is another page has turned on the list podcast. We'll look forward to reconvening next time. Be well, y'all take care. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks. That's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel and I'm Rebecca.
1: We're identical twins who love true crime
0: cases that make you say, didn't see that coming. And we hate the people responsible for them.